Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome to Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. I'm still exploring about lighting and I'm trying all sorts of new things. So thank you for your patience and welcome. And we are going to go back to conflict. What keeps us in conflict? I had uh, some response and I wanted to answer some of those questions that were asked. So I will continue this uh, discussion and I'll introduce myself first. I'm Wendy Bergen. I am a transformational solution coach and I what that means is I coach people on what would be the, I mean the conflict question is great because it's like what would be a predictable result if you keep doing what you're doing is in that what was not going to be hi Stuart what was not going to be predictable is going to happen out of my coaching I'm an expert at that so thank you for listening and thank you for your thumbs up <laughs> I'm also an international speaker I'm a podcaster I have a podcast thriving at 60 uh, I'm in old, over 30 different countries and I have over 26,000 followers and I've just written a best-selling book getting unstuck 30 Ways to Turn Your Limiting Barriers into Clarity, Freedom, and Power. And you can buy that on Amazon in paperback or digital. And then you can also buy it on uh, digital on Tolino, Kobo, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Overdrive, and 24 Symbols. So that's what, hi, Stuart. So that this is great. So the question that I was asked last week, and it was so great because I love it when people uh, leave questions, is... This one person said there's two types of conflicts for her. One is with the past because I considered that I made a bad decision which affects who I am today or I didn't take any action back then. And conflict at work for her is when I know that what I say is correct and I try strongly to present the view which can end in conflict. I also know this is a bit childish, so I'm glad you saw that. Is there a technique to deal with these conflicts so that you can move forward and don't look back all the time to compare? So that's great questions. Thank you for those questions. Those are two separate conflicts. I'll just briefly say that we don't, if we don't complete the past, We'll, we'll bring the past into our future. If we don't complete the past, we'll keep bringing it into our future. 
and there'll be a predictable result from that. There's Because that's what we do as humans. Most of the time, we don't complete the past and we bring it into our future. And comparing always brings dissatisfaction. You'll always feel like, hi, Diane, you'll always feel like you're never enough if you're always comparing. You'll, you'll never measure up. So thanks. Also, when you strongly present a view, it'll probably end up in conflict. And yes, there are practices that you can take on. And what I need to say with that is that practices take practice. I think the biggest, to be straight here, the biggest thing that keeps conflict alive is when we have a point of view and we don't give room for other people to have point of views and we come from I'm right and you're wrong. Yes, Stuart, it is comparison is the thief of joy. When we're, when we have to be right, we can get pretty righteous. And the hardest thing I say when there's conflict is being willing to give up being right and come from workability. What's going to work here? What, what can we do to have workability? And sometimes we have to compromise. And I think the hardest uh, practice is when we are right to give up being right. And I think when we're discussing rather than accusing, because we can accuse rather than discuss, we need to watch our tone because our tone can cause conflict. We can be right all we want. I notice it with my children sometimes. It's like, oh my God, how could they do that? Don't they know there's no workability? It's how I deal with it is what keeps the conflict going if I'm not, if I, if I'm not willing to give up being right and come from workability, the conflict will constantly be there. I, I just wrote a few things down around conflict is it's important to keep your voice low. When emotions run high, when we're quite righteous, because we know we're right, <laughs> um, uh, intelligence goes out the window. And is it possible for more than one person to be right? Yeah, you both could be right. <laughs> there's, and then you need to compromise. You need to, you know, you have a right to your view. They have a right to their view. And then you need to look at what your intention is over whatever subject you're dealing with. You need to stop for a moment and discuss, not accuse, use a low tone. And before you discuss what is, you need to look at, well, what's your intention in this conversation? There's a conflict. What's your intention? And each speak your intention. Is your intention to be right and they're wrong? then you might as well stop the conversation because it's not going to go anywhere, right? You need to end it. Like, hey, we're both being right here. It's not going to work. We need a timeout. We need to look at what 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 are we really wanting to uh, resolve here? But if the intention is to resolve the conflict, and if you both can give up being right and come from what's workable here, 
what can we work out so there's workability on both sides, there's a win-win on both sides. Look at what can we agree on? What can't we agree on? What's working, what's not working in the situation? And then, I just jotted some notes here. Are, are we willing to really listen to each other? Because sometimes we say we are, but we're not. <laughs> we're listening to get our, we're listening so we could interrupt it, or we're listening till it's our turn and then, but we haven't listened really to what the person's saying. We're usually listening for what we, what we can say rather than listening for, oh, I'm in their shoes. If I was in their shoes, I might have the same perception, right? Do you need a timeout? Like, are the emotions so high that you need a timeout to go get some coaching? Both of you go separate and get coaching with an agreement that you'll get back at a certain time and rediscuss it. And if you can't resolve, can you bring in a mediator? It depends on what you're discussing, right? I had a, a, a conflict just recently and some people owe me quite a bit of money and they're friends uh, or have been and it's caused great conflict in my life. It's been almost four years and I finally hired a lawyer to send them a letter. I was just like, it, it was like, like, because every time I had a discussion with them, they could never tell me when they would pay me. And it's quite in the thousands. It's quite a large amount of money. So I sent a letter. They called me to uh, yesterday. And how dare I send this letter? And they kept telling me I should have some compassion and whatnot. And so I listened to them and I said, yeah, I don't get you get the impact on me that you haven't kept your word, you're not in communication, the only communication we have is when I'm in communication, I have to hunt you down and I'm confronted and I didn't see any other way. So finally they started negotiating and we've come up with an agreement and I want it in writing I'm willing to negotiate. They openly said, yeah, what they had done wasn't workable, had no workability. I've had to compromise and I could stay being right and take it to court or I could work it out. One isn't better than the other. It's just whatever you can work with. So where I'm clear is that the four years hasn't worked for me and their agreement is to pay me a couple of grand every month until the debt is paid. And what I need to make clear with them is that if they renege on any of those payments, I will take it to court. What was neat in sharing this is that I was right and they were right, right? They, they were upset that I, how dare you, sent a lawyer after us and I actually had a right to do that, you know, after four years of no movement. <laughs> and I was willing to negotiate and compromise. And 
yes i would like it in one lump sum it would be real helpful but right now they're saying they can't do that so it's like okay compromise and if they're consistent in their payments i'll consider it getting paid in full when they pay it in full and if they're not then i'll have to take another step so that's a, a conflict resolution that i was willing to compromise i could have stayed no i'm taking it to court and um, had a lot of expense and kerfuffle or have it resolved and right now it looks like we're i'm compromising and they're willing to take action right now so i'm i'm really grateful and maybe next week i'll talk about the conflict from the past from making decisions from the past because that's a separate conversation i hopefully i gave you some value that if you want to get your point across keep looking at are you being right or are you bringing workability keep your voice low because when emotions run high our intelligence goes out the window ask can we stop for a moment so you can you know breathe and look at what what your intention is discuss not accuse before you discuss what is your intention get really clear what your intention is because maybe the other party is so angry that they they still have to be right that's okay just time out now we, we can't discuss it right now uh, we're not going to resolve anything until both of our intentions are to resolve the conflict and then we need to come from rather than being right i'm right you're wrong we need to come from what's workable in this situation and what can we agree on what can we not agree on and and are, are we coming from facts only or are we coming from emotions because i don't know about you but i'm a i'm a natural redhead i could come from emotions right you know are you willing to use <laughs> are we willing to use a timer sometimes like just to listen to each other you know and and okay you talk for five minutes i'll listen and really really listen try to get into their world see why they're taking the actions they're taking do you need to go for some coaching both of you need to go for some coaching so that you can get back together um are you know can you resolve um it with a mediator if you can't do it yourselves so thanks for listening i'm thrilled that you're on again just mentioning my best-selling book getting unstuck 30 ways to turn your limiting barriers into clarity freedom and power it's available on amazon the paperback is available on amazon and so is the digital copy and the digital copy is also available on Tolino, Kobo, Apple, Barnes & Noble, Overdrive, and 24 Symbols. And if you want, you, you, know, you know, send me some messages, what you want to hear uh, the topics on. I love it. I love that participation. Don't forget for being that you get a 15-minute complimentary discovery session where if you're dealing with something and you're challenged, uh, I promise you that if you take the coaching, you will move forward. And I'm looking forward to talking to you again at 12 noon next week on Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Don't forget to like my page, not just like uh, my post, but actually like my page. See you next week at 12 noon. Thanks. Bye now. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B at thrivingat60.com.
Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. 